One life, one day, one time I got a main of mind One life, one day, one time I got a main of mind Praise the Lord, this is Taylor preaching Jesus the Christ you're listening to the One Light Podcast via MadeUpMind.com. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. I appreciate you stopping by. If this was shared to you, welcome. Again, I'm Tay Love with Made Up Mind Ministries. I do Christian rap, but I teach the Bible. I love the Christian more than the rap. I've seen many people get turned on to hip hop and all that stuff, and they end up looking, sounding, and feeling being more worldly than wordy uh their their culture is more of the world than of the word i've seen it myself and i in my travels and everything jesus christ remains high and exalted over my life on and off the clock so hey some people might say he's not much of a christian rapper we don't hear him on the radio etc i will trade all of that just to be a man who's madly in love with Jesus and a lover of his word. So I welcome you to this podcast. This is the part two series of Less Than Committed. Now, this is only going to make sense if you go back and listen to Less Than Committed, the part one. This podcast is part two, Less Than Committed Two. Let's get right into it. We're going to pick up where we left off And hopefully all of these seasonings will make for great ingredients to bring about truth in your life and in the lives of countless others. Let's pray. Will you pray with me right now? Father, in Jesus name, thank you so much for the opportunity for the Internet. Yes, there's a lot of trash on the Internet, but there is an avenue for truth. So, Lord, I pray that this would be truth. Regardless of where someone has tuned in on planet Earth, in the mountain, in the valley, in the city, in the rural countryside, on an island, Lord, from the north, south, east and the west, regardless of the nation, the tribe or the tongue. I thank you that you're not just the God of one people. You're not just a God that is raised up in America. You're not just the God of the Indians or the uh, uh, the Asians or the Middle Eastern folks or the Russians or the Islanders. Lord, you are the God of all creation. So I pray that the truth that you have for all humans would be spoken on this podcast. Speak through this little man, this no name brother who just has enough faith to say what you have compelled me to say. Speak through me now, God, and reach that one who's hearing. Reach their motive. Why are they hearing and what are they seeking to learn and to know? Speak to them right now. I pray and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Less than committed to. Again, I encourage you to go back and listen to less than committed so that this whole thing will make sense to you. That last podcast, we're going to transition with a word called consecrate. Consecrate was the word that we led up to. It was building the momentum and working towards the grand finale of what puts a person in a less than committed relationship. All right. So we worked our way to the word 
consecrate because we were dabbling between dating and marriage and we went through the origin and history of dating all the way up through the hookup shack up and you know just a, a one night stand etc and we got ourselves to the word consecrate the word consecrate it is uh, uh in the family word and the word web of vow commitment you know, and you dig down deep enough and you see the word consecrate. It's a very strong word. And again, without regurgitating all that we talked about in the first podcast, let me just start this podcast off by saying engagement outside of consecration defiles the relationship. I'll say it one more time. Engagement outside of consecration defiles the relationship. When I say engagement, I'm talking about all the acts from the conception of romance. From the time something turns to romance, a person begins to have romantic feelings towards another. And I'm primarily speaking about male and female. Okay. We know about all the other stuff, but I'm just saying, when a man finds a woman, he lays eyes on her and he says, bing, he hits romance. He likes what he sees and he wants to know more, etc. From that moment, it's a progressive or a progression of activity. Hey, I want to be around you. I want to uh, spend time with you. I want to touch you, hold your hand. And then that progresses typically to turning towards sexual. All right. Well, that type of engagement outside of consecration, it defiles the relationship. Why? Well, as we discussed last time, consecration is a ceremonial act before God. It's just like why is a set of nostrils or why are a set of nostrils placed on the center of the human face below the eyes and above the mouth. It's because God created us that way. God is the maker who placed our nostrils there. Okay. That's how consecration is. This is something that is from God and of God consecrate. All right. So it is a ceremonial act before God. What has happened with the act of sex, because that's pretty much what consecrates the marriage. That's what a honeymoon is for. A honeymoon is not, okay, you're married, go have a good time. A honeymoon is a period of time in a perfect scenario where an unadulterated man and an unadulterated woman, they come together for the first time. Now, today, most people, hey, it's going to be the 65th time. Or something like that, sadly. So sex is not new to most people because most people don't live in a way that honors God. Most people live in a way where it's, uh, 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 you know, everything less than a hallowed or uh, ceremonial, uh, holy ceremonial thing. Uh, sex has been placed next door to the bubble gum that's on the ground under the shoe. That's why you have prostitution. You got OnlyFans. You got sex workers. They've taken an act and they just, it's like dental floss. Dentist has a person sit down. They use a dental floss. They take that floss. They throw it away and they wait for the next person. That's 
how the act of sex has become in the eyes of man. However, sex is how a marriage is bonded and binds two people together through the act. That's what consecration is. It is a ceremonial act before God. So what has happened to this ceremonial act before God? Well, I got a ball from Mark Driscoll down in Arizona, Pastor Mark Driscoll with Trinity Church, PastorMark.com. He has a great way of saying that God creates and Satan counterfeits. God creates, Satan counterfeits. So what God creates, Satan will then counterfeit. He'll falsify. He'll, uh, uh, he'll warp it in the juices of deception and he'll cause that juice and that mixture of deception to then deceive countless others, as many others as possible. So now Satan has taken, he has transformed what, what was consecrated into trash. Ladies and gentlemen, when you have 10 year old boys and 13 year old girls hooking up and shacking up and being uh, sexually immoral, you've taken this pure bride ceremonial thing and you have put it through this mechanism, this mindset, these philosophies and ideologies, and you have converted the ceremonial and the sacred into nasty, stinking, filthy trash. This is why if you have a five-year-old who's exposed to pornographic uh, books like they're doing with these trans reading times, all these parents are crying out, no, no, don't defile, don't tarnish our children because they know illicit uh, sex is trash. It's an act that has been transformed by the devil. Okay, I could keep going, but let me keep going with this podcast. I don't want to belabor that point. All right. So let me ask you a question. Does it make sense to celebrate a baby today that is aborted two months later? Do you still want your boyfriend when you find out a year later he gave you trichomoniasis due to the 10 partners before you? Uh, might be some males in the mix. I don't know. People jumping on everything nowadays. They feel like as long as they have an affection for it, some kind of attraction to it, then it's all good. So if I walk to the zoo and all of a, a sudden I feel for the giraffe, well, because I feel for the giraffe and it feels good to me, then you should accept how I feel. And therefore it is right. If you accept it, that's the thing that makes it right. That's how it goes today. All right. So again, does it make sense to celebrate a baby today that is aborted two months later? Hopefully you get that. This is the difference of the ceremonial act of consecration and the trash one night stand 40 bucks for a one trick pony. That's kind of what, 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 what less than committed has become. Sex is the basis and really the, the whole agenda 
of all relationships that are less than committed. Okay, let's let's keep going. Hopefully you'll you'll see. So that first word that we want to highlight from from the last podcast is consecrate, which is a ceremonial act before God. So, again, the act of sex is consecration before God in marriage. That's the only one of the only reasons sex was created, because there is a period of time where a mother and a father come together as a married couple and they have children. Children might run 25 years of their marriage together. After 25 years, the children are grown and they're not rearing and and doing all the work of raising small children no more. However, they're still consecrating themselves before God because they are in a covenant with God. They are committed to each other. And that's why they're still allowed to experience the privilege that comes with marriage. All right. So let me ask you another question. Does it make sense to be devoted and attached to a child out of a bump and grind boyfriendication today who is joined to another family after the partners change? I'm going to say it again because I, I, I want you to get where I'm going. I gave you consecration. Now, let me let me let me paint a picture as to what this looks like before God. You're listening to the One Life Podcast via Made Up Mind. This is Taylor, a Christian rapper, Bible teacher, now located in Memphis, Tennessee. Buy the album, Free One, Free One, on Spotify, Pandora, all these digital outlets. Just Google Free One, Taylor, T-E-L-U-V-V, Free One. Get the album, listen to it, watch the video, share it. Come on, if you change your music, you will change your life. We humans are natural. God created the heavens and earth, and then he proceeded to put down the dark, put the thing to watch, and it was a certain So let me paint this picture. We're back. I want to paint this picture to you about consecration and how the act of sex is trashed before God. Now, legally, they don't really have a say. All right. So there's heavenly, there's God's, the godly way, the righteous way, the holy way, the way that pleases God. Then there's even the legal way, okay? All right, so a man and a woman who are dating, legally, it means nothing to the law. A boyfriend and a girlfriend can't do everything in each other's name. A boyfriend and a girlfriend do not have the same benefits as people who are married. Why? Because the law knows that that boyfriend and girlfriend are in a less than committed relationship they don't have something that binds them to one another legally so that's why it's like yeah it's gonna be some some red tape if you choose to get a car together in each other's name a house together in each other's name the boyfriend want to put his girlfriend on his benefits etc according to the law it's a less than committed relationship and that's why Boyfriend, girlfriend don't have the same privileges and rights as a married couple. They want it that way. But unfortunately, even the law says, hey, that don't mean much. Okay. now 
Let me give you an illustration of how this consecration, the act of sex that's supposed to be a ceremonial act before God, how the world has turned it into trash. Follow this illustration. I'm going to say the question again. Does it make sense to be devoted and attached to a child, one that's born out of a bump and grind boyfriendication who is joined to another family after the partners change? You say, brother, 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 Tay Love, what are you talking about? Here's the illustration. A baby is born in fornication. Mama and daddy keep dating. Mama leaves daddy. Mama dates another man. That same baby is at the new man's family house. Mama has another baby with the new man. Mama leaves the new man. Mama dates another man. Mama takes her two babies to another man's family. Mama has another baby with the newest man. Mama leaves the newest man for a woman. Mama takes her three babies to the woman's family. This is why the emotional roller coaster and boyfriendication episodes, you expect marriage when you yourself are less than committed to that person. You expect the fruit and characteristics of solemn worship and sacred union, which includes Jesus Christ himself. Ladies and gentlemen, when you have two people that date for a long time, in their mind, they think they they think that's it. They say, man, this is a solemn assembly. This is a, a, a solemn worship before God because I feel so good about my boyfriend right now. Uh, it don't matter how good you feel, sister. You are not married to that brother. You see, in the example, what happens is a baby's born between two people. The mama leaves, takes a baby, go to another man, has another baby. Then she leaves the second man with two babies and goes to a third man and has another baby. Then leaves that man and goes to a woman who's the father of these children. The woman does not have any genetic uh, uh, relation to these kids, so they ain't her kids. Even if it was a man, he don't, he's not the father of any of those children. He does not have any obligation to care for those children because they are not his children. Do you see? That's why I ask you the question, does it make sense to be attached to these children so I'm not saying that children should be forgotten. Please hear me. I'm not saying that children should be forgotten, etc. I'm simply making the point of the emotional, the psychological, the intangible connection that you have to children who may only be there for seven months. This is why I've told all my children, no, we might invite your friend, the girl, tell my sons, they might invite the friend over maybe one or two times to family events. After that, you can't come around no more. Why? Because we don't want to get attached to you when my son going to play the switcheroo from Sarah and then next month it's going to be uh, Tina. Well, what happened to Sarah? We were all attached to her. It's the same thing. We get it. So does it make sense? No, it does not. So here's where I'm going again. We talked about consecration. Now, I gave you the depiction of that through boyfriendication, 
Okay. Remember, consecration is a sacred union before God. Biblically, two people in the context of the Bible, they only had sex in marriage. Now, you do see some things in the Bible that are unfortunate. I mean, there are some times that rape has occurred in the Bible. The Bible's rated R. I have to borrow from Brian LaRitz and Mark Driscoll. It is rated R. That don't mean it's cussing and profanity. It simply means it's all of life that is discussed in the Bible. It's not a children's book. It's a book about the reality of uh, sinful nature in man from Adam and Eve. So, again, consecration, boyfriendication, the sacred union has been exchanged. Sex outside of marriage has been exchanged from a ceremonial act into trash. Revelation 21, 27 says about heaven. It says, and by no means will anything enters that defiles, that is an abomination or that makes a lie. Those three humongous umbrellas cover all the things that would bar entry into heaven. What's one of them? All these boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. All these I mean to marry this girl relationships. We've been dating for five years, but at some point I'm going to marry her. Uh-uh, uh-uh. God's word tells us if you died right now, you had a girlfriend for six years and you had in your mind, okay, maybe at some point I'm going to marry her. It doesn't matter. I say all the time, intention does not mean anything to God. What I mean by that, Hebrews 4, 12 tells us the word of God cuts between the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So God knows, oh, you think you're going to marry her, but God knows you're really only using her. See, God knows down, deep down the stuff. You can't hide nothing from God. A man who really loves a woman, he don't wait no six years to marry her. He loves her so much, he wants to make her his, especially before anyone else would persuade her otherwise. Remember, it's a mating and dating game. They don't wait around. Look, man, when I met my wife, I hurried up and married her. I said, I want to be number one now. And I know if I'm playing around with her, she can easily close the door on me and open the door to somebody else. That's just the nature of the beast when it comes to dating and mating. So, uh, 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 so anyway, let's move on. Moving on. Okay. Nothing will enter that defiles, that makes uh, make of a lie or that is an abomination according to Revelation 21, 27. That includes all these relationships supposedly with good intentions. So here's the problem and where we're going to transition to close in this podcast, less than committed to. The problem is, again, the act of sex, which is to be consecrated before God in marriage, has been transformed deceptively to trash. And the boyfriend, girlfriend, what they do is they're trying to take us an act and a relationship that's a solemn form of worship before God. It's a covenant before God. It's consecration before God. They're trying to take the consecrated and the holy 
and mix it with the deconsecrated or unholy. So my reply to that is no different than COVID-19. Everybody was getting all healthy with gloves and spray and wipes and, and uh, uh, sanitizer. They like, nope, if you use that, you got to throw it away. They trying to be pure and clean. You can't mix no old mask with a new mask. You can't mix no old gloves with new gloves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cross-contamination, all that stuff. Well, guess what? Spiritually, it's the same thing before God. As a matter of fact, if you read Deuteronomy and Exodus and Leviticus, you will see that God says, listen, if you take some vessels and use it for one purpose, you cannot take that same vessel and use it for me. If you use the vessel for something else, it has to be destroyed. I don't want any vessel that's been used for something else. This is the reason why 2 Corinthians 5 and Ephesians chapter 4 tell us to put off the old man. If any be in Christ, he's a new creature. God creates in us a clean heart. He renews our mind. In other words, he doesn't want the trash. He doesn't want the old, the dead. And it's the same thing when it comes to these relationships. So you cannot mix the unholy with the sacred because they are like oil and water. A prime example of these, the, 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 one of the most maximum and optical, optimal depictions of uh, 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 all this hookup, shack up and less than committed relationships is celebrities. Celebrities never commit to each other. They, they, they are playing around their whole entire lives. Name me some. James Brown, Michael Jackson, uh, uh, Rick James, uh, 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 you, you name it. I, I, can, I can throw out a whole bunch of names. Look at Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez. These people ain't committed to Jack. And the world looks at them like, oh, they're great. No, they're not great. They're absolutely terrible. They're horrible examples of what it looks like to supposedly commit to somebody. Because you and I both know who they got today. They're not going to have in a week or a month or a year. Celebrities are the dumbest examples of supposedly committing to each other. They are truly less than committed. Some recent examples of this is the uh, Prime, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, everybody knows about him. He doesn't switch from a, a HBCU in Jackson, Mississippi. He, he's somewhat of a legend in uh, NFL. The guy was one of the greatest cornerbacks in the history of uh, NFL. He has a great personality, charisma, this, that, and the other. And so he goes on to take a job at the Colorado University, something like that. Uh, you know, and, and, and so he's out there now. But he recently maybe four or five months ago, recently announced the 12-year dissolution of him and Tracy Edmonds. Tracy Edmonds, singer, she was the wife of Babyface. Y'all don't know Babyface? That brother was bad when it came to music. He could produce and sing and all this and that. And so anyway, she's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. Dion and Tracy. After 12 years, they call it quits. Why? It's because of what I told you. Less than committed. I mean, they got everything. They got money. They got fame. They're not hurting for money. They ain't hurt for none of that. 
They live in, you know, uh, 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 luxurious homes. They wear the fine clothes. And, you know, as the Bible say in Luke 16, they're like the rich man and Lazarus. They fare sumptuously. They eating salmon and steak and filet mignon and all these other foreign word junks. They eating all that stuff. Yet they cannot get past the dating because at some point, boom, they hit the brick wall of, you know what? I am not committed to this joker. And I know this joker ain't committed to me. So let's call it quits. Let's stop playing and be real. Look, you go your way. I go mine. Okay, cool. Celebrities do it all the time. And then we have the Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. There's many reasons why they didn't work. I mean, everybody had their own opinion, but here we go again. Marcus Jordan, the son of NBA legend Michael Jordan, Larsa Pippen, the former wife of Scottie Pippen. They also called it quits after one year. You think they weren't kissing on each other in that year? Celebrities. You think they wasn't rolling around and doing all other types of stuff in that year? Uh-huh. You see, the sacred has become trash. The solemn covenant was simply an imitation. It wasn't real. It was a less than committed woman with a less than committed man. And thus it did not lead to marriage. Okay. So that's the celebrity highlight. They are the prime example of what is talked about on this podcast and the first podcast. Less than committed. So what does the world say? The world says, uh, 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 I, I know, I know this song was popular when I was, when I was a teenager, very, very popular. And it's unfortunate because the brother has been, you know, pretty much silenced now, but bump and grind. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind, baby. How about this message? Ah, push it, push it real good. How about this song? Pop, lock, and drop it. Pop, lock, and drop it. How, how, how about this song? Ooh, Tootsie Roll. I want to see your Tootsie Roll. How about the twerking jerk? You can't turn on TikTok now. You, 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 they got everybody twerking. Grandma twerking. Big overweight jokers twerking. Uh, everybody's twerking. Ladies and gentlemen, these are not solemnly. They are not consecrated. They are not holy before God. I'm talking about the relationships. I don't care what male and female get on the internet and try to pose with pictures like, hey, we in love. Mm -hmm. The truth is they are less than committed to each other. Don't believe the hype. You got to go back and listen to the last podcast. I'm not trying to re-preach that. So let's move on. The feelings and acts described, you know, I love you. We, 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 ooh, this girl is fine. And all these songs, you know, Usher just made a comeback. He coming back, you know, smooth R&B, suave brother. I don't care what lyrics that joke is singing. The feelings and acts described are wrong Apart from God. Prime example, the act of sex. First Corinthians seven, one. It says it is good for a man not to touch a woman, but to avoid fornication. 
That let me stop right there. Touching implies fornication. At some point, touching is going to lead to fornication. Touching is the igniting, the stimulus, the catalyst for fornication. Let's keep reading. First Corinthians seven one. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. But to avoid fornication, let each man have his own wife. Let each woman have her own husband. So in two verses, the act of sex is for marriage. So the act of sex and all sexual activity, even all the seduction and everything from the smallest form to the act of sex, it is wrong before God. It's either sex and marriage or it's under the umbrella of fornication. Okay, what about Hebrews 13, 4? Hebrews 13, 4 says marriage is honorable before all and the marriage bed undefiled. The marriage bed undefiled. So Hebrews 13, 4 tells us the marriage bed is undefiled now this assumes also that when you in the marriage bed you not doing all this crap that's sinful before God like bringing animals in the bed or other people in your marriage bed okay uh, there's a song of Solomon that gets into uh, some Christians have you know thoughts about what they can and can't do uh, I, I, I can't go there with you right now but I will just tell you in the words of Mark Driscoll, he says, freedom and frequent in marriage should sex be. And Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans says, shop till you drop. So I will leave that out there for those who are married when it comes to the marriage bed. But let me we, we, we got a few more points and we're going to close this podcast. I appreciate you for listening even up to now. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Take Love on the One Life Podcast via MadeUpMind.com. I encourage you to check out the YouTube channel. There are many, many videos on there ranging from the prosperity gimmick to uh, music videos. It's a bunch of stuff on there. YouTube.com forward slash at T-E-L-U-V-V 66. We humans are natural. Yeah. God created the heavens and earth, and then he proceeded to put down the dark. Put the thing in the and it was a certain Folks, we're back. I want to conclude with a few more points here. Less than committed to. Less than committed means all you are, sadly, all you are is a one trick pony riding, dark. Tootsie roll popping, twerk and beef jerky locking bag of insignificant rusty nails. Ooh, I know you say, well, how that man say that about me? Folks, we got to call right, right, and wrong, wrong. Is dating wrong? No. It's the endless dating and being in non committed relationships. The what's being perpetuated now is we got a whole generation of folk. They don't even like marriage. They think, oh, body count, uh, stem friend, uh, boys and girls mixing polyamorous love and all these other outfits of sexual immorality. 
is acceptable. Folks, do not be deceived. Second Timothy three tells us in the last days, people will become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That's exactly what has happened with the transforming, changing of, again, the consecration for trash. So, again, less than committed means all you are is a one trick pony riding, dark tootsie roll popping, twerk and beef jerky locking bag of insignificant nails. It kills me when I hear people who are dating and have these significant other and boyfriends, even two, three, four, five, six, seven year boyfriend relationships, and they talk like they married. No, Joker, you ain't married. Get off the marriage platform. Get away from the marriage table. Don't speak in the marriage discussions. People who are married are committed to one another. Yeah, there's a divorce rate. Yes, some people quit, but some people don't. God hates divorce, says Malachi 3. Matthew 19, Jesus said, what well, God has joined, let no man put asunder. I can't go there with you right now, but God's will for a man and a woman in marriage is death do you part until death. That has not changed. How about the people that say my significant other? They don't it, it, listen. My significant other, anything can be significant to you. When I was seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12, and even into my college years, yes, I am not ashamed to say it because Jesus is Lord. I still loved teddy bears. As a matter of fact, if you look in my little room I'm in now, I still have a few stuffed animals. And guess what, folks? They are significant to me. I'm not going to let you come in here and harm them, break them, sling them around. No, you can't do that to my teddy bears now. I know you might be saying this is a grown man, but they are significant to me. What value does the thing that's significant to me, what value does that have in the real world? Folks, my fondness of a few stuffed animals it might be significant to me, but it don't mean jack to no one else in the real world. So my significant other, listen, my less than committed, scared to own up to being responsible for me, not man enough to be accountable to me, joker. That's your significant other. I'm trying to take the scale off your eyes so that you look and see in the mirror that you know what this person is not committed to me no they're not so folks look it's okay to have feelings for someone the feelings that you have in the neurological pathways of your brain the serotonin the dopamine the endorphin all that stuff that's not wrong god is the one who created our brains and it comes with the uh those chemicals the feelings that you have for someone are not wrong. And again, the context is male and female, the natural flow of testosterone, estrogen and nature. OK, I'm talking that way. Those feelings, hey, that, that's romance. The innate automatic impulse that come with the territory of puberty, estrogen and testosterone that has been wired into us biologically by God himself. He said in Genesis one, uh, be fruitful and multiply. So there has to be 
other human beings. That's why those ingredients and those uh, uh, chemicals and the plumbing is there. Okay. The, the female reproductive organ is, is harmonious with the male reproductive organ. Two female reproductive organs can't do nothing. Two male reproductive organs can't do nothing. Life cannot, will never come from two people of the same sex. This is why a person who is a, a, a cow breeder, he needs bulls and heifers. He needs male cows and female cows. All right, let's leave that alone. So listen, our feelings are okay, but it is how we choose to respond and that is totally up to us you can be with someone who's straight up and is in the direction of marriage or you can join the circus and the confused a uh, dark uh dark mass and sit and be involved in a less than committed scenario for years, wasted years, precious wasted years of your life, if you want to. Folks, my, my final point in this podcast, less than committed to, the truth is, we are not animals. We must help ourselves, no matter how many times singers sing, they can't. Sir Mix-a-Lot said, I'm acting like an animal. Now here's my scandal. Baby got back. Do, 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 Uh-huh. That was a, what? That song hit in 1992. I remember I was a, a young guy in the sixth grade and that song came on and we, we memorized it and it was fun and all this and that. But here's the truth, folks. We have to help ourselves. We cannot be animals going from one less than committed relationship to the next and the next and the next. And by the time we're 35, we are mentally ill. We just don't want to admit it. And some folk try to drink it and suppress it or smoke it off. And having more sex with more people don't make it go away. We weren't designed for that. Remember, Genesis 127, God created male and female in his image and after his own likeness. That means the same intimacy that is between the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the same intimacy that is wired in us. That's why Genesis 2.18 said it is not good. For man to be alone. Adam looked around. Genesis 2.20 said he could not find nobody compatible to him. You can have a dog. You can worship your child. It don't matter. It's still only so intimate you can be with an animal uh, uh, as a pet or a child. It just doesn't produce the same intimacy that's why God gave Adam a wife. He didn't give her a daughter. He didn't give her a son. He didn't give her a pet. He didn't give him a, a, a brother. He didn't give him a father. God gave Adam a wife. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the conclusion of the podcast, Less Than Committed To. I encourage you to go and listen to episode one, Less Than Committed. Like, subscribe, share this podcast. You and I know several people who are dating and in all kinds of outfits that are less than 
committed as we have learned. I hope that you check out the album, Tay Love, Free One, Free One, John 8, 31 through 36, Free One, Free Indeed is the hit song off of that. There's an official music video. It's on all digital outlets. Go check that out as well. And before you leave, make note of the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol Tay Love 66. Until next time. One life, one day, one time I got a maid of mine One life, one day, one time I got a